If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. You can start playing with pre-recording, you leave the camera, you know, then edit it where you pop out and maybe have a scary face. You look at a picture of a monster that you like, look at it, you know, creatively. What are they doing that I could do to my face? Fortunately, with all the talented people out there contributing and sharing their 3D models, I found a few that I downloaded, printed them out, and even my 18-month-old son was like helping me paint. Halloween 2021. The good news is we're seeing some decline in the COVID numbers. But that virus is still out there, and as many of us continue to self-isolate out of an abundance of caution, here are three gifted creatives whose work can make Halloween at home a scary good time. I fell in love with horror probably when I was about eight or so years old. Probably too young to be watching horror movies, but my dad let me watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Would you like to engage family and friends in a spine-tingling Halloween experience? Filmmaker, actor, and educator Reina Velarde can give you some excellent guidance. Reina is one of the four co-founders of immersive theater group Black Mass. And Black Mass specializes in making their guests a part of their interactive horror and noir theatrical productions. We started with the intent that it's more than Halloween. It's haunt, it's storytelling, it's performance art, it's immersive. We want to get people, you know, in the same room as us with our characters. But once the pandemic happened, we were like, well, what do we do? And then a lot of other companies, Black Heart Collective, and the Crucible did advanced treatment. And we started seeing what other companies were doing. We're like, oh, it is possible. Black Mass created two new and very successful interactive virtual shows. More are forthcoming. Obviously, most of our listeners won't be creating extreme Halloween experience or anything, but some people might want to make some kind of a Halloween experience for family or friends. Where would you start if you had that to do, and what are some of the resources you like? So I think that nowadays everyone has a phone and the phones are the best tools because you can do the filming on them. You know, like even if you had an older iPhone that was like or older Android or whatever phone you have, older phones are still way tech, you know, more technologically advanced than, you know, cameras, you know, were. And so I think if you just have a phone and then you get some editing systems, you can start playing with pre-recording and then editing kind of gags together, right? So even if you wanted to do like a scary makeup, you know, like a lot of TikTokers kind of do where you kind of are plain face, you leave the camera, you know, then edit it where you pop out and maybe have a scary face. And that's what we do kind of for our gags where somebody's getting maybe stabbed or cut or something like that. You know, those are all camera tricks. That's all it is, is that, you know, I'm here, ah, someone's coming at me, we, you know, edit it so that once we're harmed or whatever, then that comes. So just playing with the camera and playing with like the behind the scenes and knowing how to set that up, right? Like where you're going to want to be in one makeup or one kind of clothes for the first half cut, and then you're going to want to change and do all your makeup. That way you don't have to hide the makeup, you know, or maybe you want to do hide the makeup because you're going to do a quick change. So maybe you cover up with clothing or some sort of prop or 
angle an actor in front of you so that you know it's you know who everyone's a camera you're gonna only they're gonna see what you want them to see and I think that's the trick being able to do that and then just play play with small things first and then build to bigger productions if you're gonna do it virtually and play with that kind of stuff yeah the engineering behind all the creation is fun. Raina said her own fascination with horror and an underlying vein of dark humor began early. I fell in love with horror probably when I was about eight or so years old. Probably too young to be watching horror movies, but my dad let me watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original 1976 film. And then from there, like I wasn't really afraid. I was intrigued how to scare people and watching my dad scare people and watching my dad and my cousins and just fell in love with the genre. What did you learn from the way your dad scared people and how to scare people for Halloween and other times with Black Mass? So the first time my dad did it, we were watching, I think it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre in my dad's. He was a carpenter and a builder. And so he actually built his own apartment in my grandma's backyard. And my cousins and I were watching a movie and I heard the chainsaw sound from outside. And then he opened the door and I just saw a silhouette of my dad in the door with this chainsaw and my cousin started freaking out and I started laughing. Um, I thought it was funny. I don't know if it's because I knew it was my dad or just because like watching them freaked out, like brought me some sort of joy in a weird way. Um, But that just instantly was just like, all right, this is fun. And especially like knowing at the end, you know, that it was all kind of fun and games and that there was nobody, no intent for harm where we all kind of were able to laugh at it afterwards, I think made it like, as long as everybody's having fun and we're good, then, you know, there was a nice foundation for that, that it was a good time, that it wasn't meant to be a prank or like hurt anybody. And she shared the story of creating the Black Mass Troupe. The four of us, our co-founder, cohort, Alex C. James, Amori Stewart, and my partner, Paul Stephen Edwards and I, We all used to work for different industries. Specifically, we worked together for Heretic Haunted House, which is an extreme haunted house. And then Amori worked for like Dark Harbor. Paul's a filmmaker, does a lot of horror. And we all just wanted to keep doing it because Heretic went away. They were no longer doing shows. And we were a great group together. We traveled the world and country, went to different states here in the country. We traveled to Switzerland and England together with that company. And we just loved it so much that we were like, all right, well, if that's not going to happen anymore, we want to keep doing it. We want to continue what we're doing and then also bring our ideas and our you know, input into it a whole lot more. And so then we just sat down and we're like, all right, this is what we're doing. We want to create more art. Now, what do we call ourselves? And sat down, had a just brainstorm session. And Paul said Black Mass. And then that's when we were all like, oh, we all like that. Black Mass had a number of successful on-site experiences prior to the pandemic. In the wake of the success of their first two virtual shows... I'm actually taking one of my shows, My 90s Nightmare, which was a live show we did. Ooh, I'm trying to remember when we did that. It was Halloween of 2019. Yeah, so it was 2019 Halloween is when we did M90s Nightmare. And there were six people that came through my show at once. And it was basically a one-woman show that I turned in. It was a book that turned into a one-woman show that turned into an immersive theater production. And I'm changing that to be a show on Discord. That's what's coming up at the end of this year. I'm working on that right now. Find out more by following Black Mass on Instagram for updates. They spell their name BL4KM4SS. Just think of the four as being the A. 
While Raina said they plan to do remote shows for the rest of 2021, she says they hope to do some in-person events in 2022. You can also email them for information at blackmass, again, bl4km4ss, at gmail.com. And I also like to do what I call a cereal zombie. So you take Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes, I've used Cheerios, Cheerios is really cool. If you're looking into creating a monster this Halloween, there's no one better to give you direction than legendary scare actor and haunt producer Char Mayer. Char's four decades of experience as a haunt professional include television and movie work, some recent performances with Black Mass about which you've just heard, for which she wrote her own character incidentally, and casting and training actors in the past for Fullerton-based Extreme Haunt the 17th Door. Char has also worked as an education specialist for Not Scary Farm and taught horror makeup workshops to groups including Girl Scouts. We talked on site at the 2018 edition of Scare LA, Los Angeles' original summertime Halloween convention. And Char stepped me through the fine art of creating a monstrous look. Guess what? It's a lot of fun affordable, and Char says it's something you might not expect, easy. It's like you're making a mask on your own face. So you're working with liquid latex, you put that on, and then you're putting cotton on in different places, and you're pulling the cotton out a little bit, and then you put latex over it, so it kind of all adheres, and then pieces are hanging out. You paint the whole thing, well paint, you put makeup on the whole thing, just like you put foundation on, and then you get your thick blood, and then you get your... Thick blood is like the best one because it doesn't drip. And then you just put thick blood inside cracks, hollow out your eyes a little bit with some shading. You never make raccoons. That's one of the big mistakes new haunters do. They make raccoon eyes, but you know, shading, fading, all on the here, here. Sometimes you put it over your, your latex and you shade out, you know, so you look at a picture of a monster that you like and you look at, look at it, you know, creatively. What are they doing? that I can do, that I could do to my face. Shar said that horror makeup effects can start with something you might have in your kitchen right now. I actually make my own blood. It's really easy. Caro syrup, which is like a pancake syrup you get into the supermarket, $2, $3, and food color. And you can find lots of recipes on how to make blood. And it's, I have a few that I like. Just uh, It's red and a couple of drops of yellow, depending on how much. But that's the cheapest way to make your own blood. And also what's nice about that is if you're using it with kids, it's all safe. And it can even go in your mouth because it's pancake syrup. If zombie makeup is what you have in mind, Char suggests that you look a little further in that kitchen cabinet. And I also like to do what I call a cereal zombie. So you take Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes. I've used Cheerios. Cheerios is really cool. You put latex on your face, and you, you put these different things on, you paint over them, and it like becomes like you're all pockmarked and stuff, and then it's all shading. So you want to get like a black and a brown and a red kind of uh, cream makeup, and then just put, you know, the darker colors are in deep, and the lighter colors, so you use the lighter color on the tips, and then the darker colors in deep, and it gives it like that three, well, it is three-dimensional, but it looks even more intense. So there's a lot of fun things you can do with just a bottle of latex and like I said cereal paper cotton all those things it's really easy to do and there's a special effect you can achieve without too much difficulty one of my favorite things to do is do like a latex kind of thing and then you rip it on your face so it looks like your skin is ripped but it doesn't hurt you 
you know, and it looks like when you take it off, it looks like the old Mission Impossible when they take off those those latex. That's what it looks like. Here is the technique. If you just put latex on your face, just straight latex, get a blow dryer, make it dry, and then you just put a pinhole in it and rip it just a little bit. It looks like ripped skin, and then you put a little blood on it and let it come out. And it's a real easy technique that anybody could do, and it looks great. Now wait a minute, you might be thinking. Sure, this is easy for a professional haunter like Charmeyer, but I've never designed Halloween makeup before. All my zombie things, the pictures on my website of me doing zombies, that's all stuff I did that, and people are like, oh, that's a, uh, no, it doesn't take that long. It's not hard. Anybody can learn it. You don't have to have talent. You know, I could teach people how to do it in 15 minutes to a half hour, and then putting it on. I could do a quick one in 20 minutes to get to the way I'm happy with it, usually about 40 minutes. You and I have just been listening to haunt consultant, scare actor, and producer Char Mayer. Want to get a look at Char's website for inspiration? Go to charmayer.com. She spells her name S-H-A-R-M-A-Y-E-R. That's charmayer.com. And follow her on Facebook and Instagram, Char Mayer, to see all the other cool stuff she's doing. I was like, oh, well, maybe that would work, right? And then because of the way that monster is, it looks a little slimy. So I can get away with using, like, latex, foam, and stuff like that. Now, what if you'd like to create some appropriately eerie Halloween decorations or effects for your home, possibly even with animation? Maker, educator, and Masterful Creation STEAM Academy founder Mitchell Malpertita can help in that area. When we spoke in 2019, Mitchell and his family had just completed an exciting maker project, which incorporated both 3D printing and robotics. And I found a product from Lemax, and these are like Halloween themes, like figurines and houses and animatronic stuff. And so I bought a few, and I showed the kids, and the kids loved it. And we created a scene, right? So they were actively participating in telling our story. And then the maker mindset kicked in even further. I was like, oh, well, you know what would be cool? I said, I wonder if, if I can go on, you know, go online and see if I can find some cool 3D models to print out that I could add to our spooky town, right? And just like, what could we do? And Stranger Things, which is like going into the fourth season now, so like that was something I was like, oh, they have some cool, cool stuff there, right? So it's like scary. And I was like, all right, let me see if I can find that. And I Fortunately, with all the talented people out there contributing and sharing their 3D models, I found a few that I downloaded, I manipulated some, and then I scaled them to the size of the characters that we currently have in our collection, printed them out, and even my 18-month-old son was like helping me paint, which was fun. That was a fun experience. Mitchell says storytelling was central to the project. We were thinking of like, well, what's the story, right? And the story is that they're coming into this town, right? So they found a way into the town, just like in the series where well, the Demogorgon and the Mind Flayer, like they're coming into the town and trying to take it over or come into our world. And so that was the overall theme is Stranger Things and coming into our world. Ultimately, they wound up making a diorama of a mausoleum with animated Halloween monsters dancing to a favorite song. Mitchell explained how he created the animation. Well, for prototyping, 
it's really quick to use little bits in the servo components. So the servos are the key to animating a lot of these little projects. And, you know, it's movement, right? And so the servo moves a particular direction for a certain number of degrees, etc. And that can all be controlled. And you can control it manually or you can control it programmatically. And so that's the great thing about it, that I could test something without programming. I can just quickly test something, an idea, and say, oh, how's this going to move? Is this suitable for the movement? And then match the servo to, or the size of the servo to the set pieces. Now, little bits, in case you haven't seen them before. Yes, the little bits are like little snap circuits, and they allow you to just quickly come up with an idea. You snap some circuits together and say, hey, is this going to work or not? And there's other products like that, but I use little bits a lot for just those getting those ideas out. Little bits are designed for kids ages eight and up. We big kids can have a good time playing with them too. When we spoke before, Mitchell and his family were also involved in an additional Halloween maker project, converting a Christmas time skating pond decoration into a Halloween swamp. And he was dealing with a creative design problem, how to animate a tentacle waving out of the swamp water. And that's the same thing that I try and teach children. It's like, when you have an idea, a great idea, how do you go about it? How would you go about it? What do you have available to help, right? And one of the things that intimidates people is just like, oh, I don't have, I'm not an engineer. I don't have animatronics experience. I don't know how this works. I don't know how would I build a structure. And it's breaking it down into its basic components. Meanwhile, for Halloween 2021, according to Mitchell's Twitter account, he created a 3D printed light-up green toxic waste barrel candy holder for his daughter's class Halloween party. Cool. And at the Malpartita house this Halloween, there may very well be a monster in the closet. Mitchell built him several Halloweens ago. I've used PVC pipe before for smaller projects, and I was like, oh, well, PVC pipe would work, right? And then, and because of the way that monster is, it looks a little slimy, it's not really uniform, so I can get away with using, like, latex, foam, and stuff like that, and, and just, you know, and, and just kind of build up from there. But the base structure would be with PBC. You can check out Mitchell's Maker Creations on his YouTube channel by looking for Mitchell Malpartida. Last name is spelled M-A-L-P-A-R-T-I-D-A. When you go to his videos tab, don't miss the slime pet. This is perfect for Halloween, a lot of fun. And currently, Mitchell has another exciting project in the works. He's planning a new online workshop called Make Nearing, which is baking plus engineering. How much fun is that? Participants are going to get to make a cookie robot, a cookie gift box, and then the robot is going to be animated so it peeks up out of the box and goes back down. This is going to be fun this Christmas season. Mitch's new online workshop is going to be coming up in early December on make.co or make community. Once again, that's make.co. And you can find out more about it on make.co or on the Masterful Creations Steam Academy website at masterfulcreations.com. Once again, that's masterfulcreations.com. And you can follow Mitch on Instagram at mmalpartita. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at 2mavericks.com. That's 2-T-W-O Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X. And you can contact us at 2mavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is scary royalty-free production music from Pond5 at pond5.com. 
I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day and a scary fun safe Halloween.